BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, L is for leather. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Ohio Smart. Don't miss Kinko de Mayo, Ohio Smart's annual weekend event in Cleveland on May 1st and 2nd. KDM 2015 will be an experience unlike any other. More info online at kinkodemayo.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dan. Hi, Don. Wow, so leather, huh? Yes. Talked today, about kink last time, leather today. Today on the podcast, not a lot. We're going to talk about leather, and that's about it. We are recording from the mobile studio. I have the big <laughs> silver <laughs> dildo-looking Yeti in front of us. It does look like that. And uh, we are sitting at the Monkey Puzzle Club, and uh, in the honor of people of kink, this will be like a mini cast. We have very little oh, notes. Nice. We don't have a lot of time. No, and we're running late, so this was supposed to be out a couple of days ago, and we wanted to get you guys something, so before next Monday. So yeah, we'll do it kind of like a mini-cast. Absolutely, and we will mention very quickly, first, thank you to Chris from British Canada, British BC Canada, what is that BC? British? British Columbia. British Columbia of Canada, <laughs> and... Cheshire, Cheshire Cat from Ohio. Who have recently subscribed to the newsletter. We might have done yeah, that last week, as a matter of fact. I was going to say, that's kind of like, oh, an international in Ohio. Oh, wait, that sounds familiar. So that might be left over from last week. You and I will be doing an international in Ohio. We just did in Ohio last night. We presented for the Sterling Shadow Continuum mm -hmm. in Dayton, Ohio, on Living Power Exchange. And that's just a warm-up for next weekend when you and I are at the... Uh, London, on London, right, Ontario. Right. Well, this weekend we're at the AIS Unconference in Columbus, and you're mm -hmm. right. Next week we are in London, Ontario, for the People of Kink Celebration. And so, and we have someone at the door with Ginger. So we are uh, that that event is sold out, but you can reach out to the Crazy Hearts and find out if you can get tickets. Come here. And we will mention, and we're just going to jump right into the podcast really quickly into leather. Uh, first, we have to tell you that Erotic Weekend is sponsored in part by KJ Canes, home of the original designer Glow in the Dark and many other canes. And they have far more than canes. Just go over there, use the, co use the code DANANDON15, and you'll get 10% off your order. And I saw, who is it, Reverend Danny Smite yes. on Twitter. Oh, he's yes, been yeah. He's been giving the code out to people. So Good for him. I think there's been more than a few people going to KJ Kane's to check it out and use the code. And the only other thing we're going to tell you before we get into the uh, topic of leather is that Miss Incognita says, Dawn, I don't know if you saw this comment, she said that we are inspirational. Aw, that's sweet. That is very sweet. And somebody else wrote, and I can't recall, I want to say Cinnamon Girl, and that's not quite right. But I also think she said, don't use my name, so I'll continue to use the wrong name, <laughs> said uh, they were enjoying the podcast and were glad that they found us. Nice, nice. It's nice when we get those letters because it kind of kind of keeps us going. I mean, we have to 
cram this episode in between some other stuff that we're doing between the SSC in Dayton and working full time and we're sitting at the room right now waiting for people to show up for the Monkey Puzzle Club so but you know the podcast is important to us and it's nice to hear that it's important to other people too. Yeah absolutely absolutely. So there we go that's all the prequel garbage uh, leather. So we're sitting here in our leather vest. What are you wearing your leather vest for? Why not? Because it puts me in the in the mood when I'm in the leather. I like this vest. It's got all my run pins on it. It does have. So there's a variety of things that distinguish the leather lifestyle, the leather community, leather folk mm-hmm. from the rest of the kink population. And it's interesting to mention, by the way, as far as organized things go, leather got here first. So the idea of leather bars and um, events. Right. Now, if you're a history buff, you can go back in time and find out that the um, Swing Club was also created, was creating their own thing at the same time. Right. And somehow the swing, the kink community is kind of a combination of the two. It's not swinging. It's not leather, but it does involves some of the kink stuff. We're not going to go too deep into that. That's not a topic of expertise for us. But, Dawn, in your, you've got your leather vest on here. Yes, sir. Uh, what is it, what you, so you, you mentioned you have all these run pins on. What are run pins? I that do. is something we don't have in kink land. No, we don't really have them in kink land, but um, I did, we will have ours for PXS come Friday, so that will be nice. Um, so run pins are these metallic pins that um, if you ever go to a leather event, you will probably see leather vest covered in these pins. So on my left are things that I guess I belong to. It's got a leather heart foundation, leather archives and museum. We teach at the Kink Academy who has a run pin, so that's on there. I've got the master slave flag pinned on here. So these are things that we belong to and organizations. I've also mm-hmm. got patches, Power Change Summit and Recovery in the Lifestyle. And then on the right hand side, it's right it's uh, pins of events that I've attended. So Ohio Leather Fest, oh my god, look at this. Ohio oh, Ohio Leather Fest 2000, Kink Academy, nope, Sensations in Leather, Ohio Leather Fest 2002, 2006, Sensations in Leather, Sensations in Leather, Oh my God, Sterling Shadow 10th anniversary. Look at that. And that's not even, uh, it's only slightly representative of the events that you've been to, of course. Right, because not all events have run pins, but some of these, let me flip that one. So, because it says 2000. And um, so some of these are old and they're like mementos. And oh my gosh, but they make a leather vest heavy. (laughs) So having all these things on here. But I kind of like it. I like showing that I've been participating in the leather lifestyle for a very long time. So what is the, of course, and we ask this on occasion, we talk about this on occasion. uh, Mm -hmm. What is the difference to you between the leather lifestyle? And we've talked about kink. We've talked about kink Mm -hmm. community. Let's assume there is a kink community. Okay. Is the leather community a different bird? I think it is. And, And my experience with going to a kink event and a leather event um, is very different. So, and it's not good or bad, it's just different. So, a leather event for me seems to be not so much about the play. Even though people will tell you that leather is hot, kinky, SM sex, sometimes I see that, sometimes I don't in the dungeon. So, now the, the leather events we go to usually have a contest involved, but there's a lot of um, support in people's growth and this can be argued that it's in the kink community as well so I'm trying to be careful how I word this 
but there does seem to be a community. We do fundraisers. We have charities. We have, you know, things like that that we um, work for. We uh, support the boot blacks. We support, you know, just all kinds of stuff at a leather event. A kink event, even though it kind of has those elements in it, seems to be more about the play. It seems to be more about the dance card, the hookup. I mean, there's still workshops, but it does seem to be about how to get your groove on. And it just feels different in a leather event. So a leather event feels more like family. I like seeing the same people over and over again at different leather events around the country. So people belong to houses, they belong to communities, they belong to, you know, a whole thing. And it's, to me, it feels like it's about protocols and history and belonging. So, and I don't always get that vibe at a kink event. Though I like to get my play on as much as anybody else. I love kink events. It's just a different animal. So, what do you think? Well, to me, I think that, as you mentioned, I mean, the contest is one of the differences. But the whole reason to have a contest, to have um, the idea to have the people putting themselves on stage and saying, I want to be judged by a community of my peers and I want to represent my community. So, for example, on FetLife, if you say, well, a, uh, a master is this and a slave is that, in a kink community, you would simply get shouted down or you would be told, well, maybe that's how you do it, but that's mm -hmm. not how I do it. And I can do it any way I want, and who are you to be in charge of who's a master and who's a slave? And in the leather community, you there's very clear, this is what makes up the master, and this is what makes up a slave. These are the type of people that we title master, slave, uh, that we want to represent the rest of us. Right. So that's certainly part of it. And the reason for these contests to exist in the first place were started as a way to develop funds for charities, and they continue to, to support a variety of charities along the way. Um, the entire It's really interesting. If you win a title in a leather contest, you'll end up getting a bunch of money to go attend the different events. Because mm -hmm. as you travel around, presenting um, is expensive, right? Some events will cover some of your travel or your hotel and all that jazz, but some of them don't do that or can't do that. So you'll have a travel fund. And that's part of the idea of a travel fund is, I think, not something you'll see at other places. And again, I want to stop comparing it with kink events all the time. Right. It's, it's a similar bird. And if you understand kink, it's an easy reference point. Um, but I don't want to get into the better or worse. No. So, And I really don't believe there's a better or worse. There's a different. You know, I like I said, I like to attend both. But one of the things that I like about the leather community is that, like I said, that whole sense of tribe that whole sense of family, that whole sense of history. I mean, one of the things that I had to learn when we ran for title was the history of leather. I mean, and to track it back decades and to have a point A, you know, with a point B and a point C of times when this happened and, you know, who invested their time into the community and into teaching and to hear all these names. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you get these names. I get chills when I um, hear some of these people's names because I know how much work they put into it. You know, when we have the, um, at South Plains, when we have the We Will Remember, mm -hmm. and they do the whole candle lighting thing and, you know, mention people's names, and you can feel through the crowd that people are going to miss right. these people that have passed. 
we just don't seem to have that in other communities. No, I, I agree with that. That's one of the things that you don't see at a King community very often is the whole idea. Let's start off our event with talking about our friends that have died over the past year. Right. Uh, but that's, I think, because there is, that again goes back to the idea that the leather community is more of a community. It's more of a tightly knit family versus necessarily some of the kink events, some of the kink areas. Mm -hmm. uh, feel free to grab whatever you need. We do have people in the audience now. Cheer, people! Yay! Okay. And they're actually so, going to do other shit. And we have my dog uh, jump on them. Sorry, but some she of was them so. Um, so, do you feel that there is some, I, I don't want to use the word animosity, but some view of people in the leather lifestyle kind of look at the kink lifestyle as, eh, they're just there to play. We don't really respect them. Mm, I don't know that I've actually ever had or heard anybody vocalize that, but I'm sure there's people that think of it, just like there's probably people in the kink community that think leather people are stodgy with a stick up their ass. Mm -hmm. You know? So, because we do have the protocol, and we do have rules that we follow, and, you know, but... I like that environment. I like having rules and structure and protocol and, you know, know how to behave in certain situations and, you know, things like that. So I'm sure there's, you know, each on each side that belong to the places they belong to because that's what fits for them. Mm -hmm. So, but it doesn't need to be an us versus them. It's two different communities and some of us belong in both. So, but that's just my thoughts. Okay. Anything so. else to say leather-wise? So, no. There's a, I mean, this other aspect of it that I want to mention, though, is the idea that in the leather world, you can earn your place in the leather yes. world, right? You can walk into a leather event and introduce yourself as Master So-and-so. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry apologies. Master So-and-so. So master so -so. <laughs> uh, master Hooby-Doo. Right. And say, yes, I am Master Hooby-Doo, and I went to the store before I got here, and I bought all this leather gear. And people will say, okay, great, good for you. But... That doesn't equate the same as Master Hoobidoo shows up and says, my name is Hoobidoo, and I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt, and a couple years down the road, Master Hoobidoo earns boots. Right. So, you know, by the group of his peers say, all right, Hoobidoo, you've been hanging around long enough, you've been doing the work, you're clearly on the path, and we want it. we, your peers, mm -hmm. acknowledge your work, and, and we are going to gift you these set of boots. And as time goes by, there's other pieces of leather you can be gifted as well. Right. So, and then, um, you know, just the whole idea of the rituals that are in place to present that. Yeah. So, you know, people cry during these rituals. It's a big thing. So, you know, they earn their place among their peers. So... So, as more and more people show up here for the fabulous Monkey Puzzle Club, what is the topic tonight, if you don't mind your voice being heard over the interwaves? Emotional responsibility. Emotional responsibility. Ooh, big topic, so... We're looking forward to that, and Ginger, the Polly puppy, has gone bonkers, but... Over a tennis ball? <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> and she confirms. I did not know she chased tennis balls. That's new to me. Yeah. She will not bite you, but she will fight for the ball. That's okay. That's what we often say at leather events as well. Exactly. So, yes. Um, anything else? The last word about leather? No, but um, if anybody's got any specific questions, feel free to ask us. So I know this was a, a quickie sort of, you know, kind of how we feel about leather. How about this exactly one last thing? This one last thing. Yes, sir. I'm a gay male. Okay. Where should I hang out? Kink events or leather events? 
Oh, and this time, probably leather events. I mean, kink events are absolutely open to it, but it does seem to be more hetero. Yeah. So leather events is where you're going to fit in more, more than likely, but we want that to change. So there are people working on, on getting it to change. So some people, and then again, find out where you fit in and make it work for you. So from your knowledge. From my knowledge, they will fit in better at a leather event. If they want to be around more. If they want to be around more, more gay males. gay males, right? Oh. It's absolutely true. Now, that doesn't mean that leather events are not het friendly. They're very het friendly. No. But <laughs> it's far more... Um, You'll get far a more of a range of sexuality choices at a leather event. Right. Well, and part of the roots. You know, the roots. Oh, absolutely. Are the roots is leather. gay male. Yes. So the yes. fact that hets are there is, is you know, uh, an expansion for them over time. Absolutely. So. But it's really interesting to um, when you at a kink event, mm -hmm. if you happen to notice. If there's gay males there, you notice them because they're right. like, oh, they hey, look, out. here in the, in the middle of our, he of our heady kink event, right. there's some gay males. Isn't that interesting? That, you might say, oh, that's great, or you may not care, but they'll stand out versus at a leather event. The, they just blend, they just right blend in. in with everybody else. So, and, and it's not, and I hate the way that sounds, all right? It right. sounds funny, but it's, it's much more of a we concept at the leather events versus, and that's not good or bad. I think for myself, I personally believe that, again, comes back to that the, the current Pet. The current kink world mm -hmm. is born out of the swing world. Mm -hmm. And th there is um, evidence of that. So there are people that have factual information about that. It's not just us, us speaking, speaking smack. that smack, right? So, and um, but the the thing that I would like to um, challenge people with is that if you've only been to kink events, give a leather event a try. It is a different animal, and it's hard for us to explain. So, and I'm talking like GLLA, um, the Northeast Leather Fest, the Northwest sure. Leather Fest, the Southeast, the Southwest, South Plains. You know, there, there's um, probably a group of about 10 leather, I was getting ready to say true leather events, but I don't like to <laughs> use the word true, you know. So, but there are some in the circuit, especially the ones that have titles. Sure. You know, those are the events to, to try. To see what the differences are. It'll speak to some of you. It won't speak to all of you. So, you know, find out where what works for you. Your hate mail and other contacts can be sent to Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or if you go to the website at eroticawakening.com, um, you said scroll down to the bottom, and there's tons of ways to contact us. Other ways to contact us as well as where we'll be presenting past podcast episodes, linked to newsletter, and other stuff can be found at www.eroticawakening.com. Nice. I better have the monkey puzzle right there sitting here. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its education. Do you think? Do you think that they realize how many times I make up little voices or rap? I don't this know. Do you guys listen oh, they to the okay. end? Okay, they do. Uh, Guilty <laughs> Pleasures Educational Branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us the third Friday of each month for Fetish Foreplay Friday at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with party immediately following. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Somebody right. earlier. Their About Me section. Yeah. It goes like this, in a world where <laughs> desires come true. I nice. love that about me. You can also catch the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show at Porter's Pub, 
in Columbus, Ohio, the fourth Friday of every month. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday. Like tonight, we just gave away. This is Wednesday night. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every <laughs> Wednesday right at now. 8 p.m. They're meeting right now. There they are. We're looking at them. <laughs> at the room at the Columbus Insight Center. Follow us on Twitter at MonkeyPuzzleOH. You can also follow both <laughs> Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for all announcements and discussions. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. Thank you.